Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugar-coated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Unchained Sex Cast Monday edition. If this is your first or your 15th or your 50th episode, thank you so much for being here. So if this is your first time listening, just know that our regularly scheduled episodes up until today, this episode, have been every single Thursday at 0500, I drop a brand new episode Our episode links are anywhere between 15 and 25 minutes, but I keep them on that short, sweet side just so that you are able to consume them easier. And especially for our short attention span people, I like to be able to give you nuggets and things and little bits at a time because sometimes we talk about crazy things or taboo things or kinky things or stuff that people don't normally talk about. So I think it's easier to do it in smaller chunks. And so up until now, those episodes have been nice, short, and sweet. Everything has been bite-sized up until now. But now you guys get more. Since starting the podcast a year ago, I have had multiple and multiple requests since like literally the very first episode aired of Sierra, I need more episodes. Like I need more of you in a week. One is not enough. But just to tell you the truth, it takes a long time to really build. And I had to make sure that there was going to be a need for it because it's a lot of time and a lot of effort putting into running a podcast. It's basically a full-time business that you don't get paid for. Uh, Most people don't make money or income off of podcasts. So this is something that's taken a really long time to build, especially since I've edited, produced it, and done it all myself. Um, So now... We're here at a year and I am able to add in one more episode a week. So thank you so much. If you want to continue to see more episodes, please like share this episode when you get done. Um, Subscribe to my podcast because that helps us grow. And the more we grow, the more I'm going to be able to put into the podcast, which is amazing because at this point, I think I just want to run a podcast full time, um, even if I'm, I'm not making income or not off of it. So exciting, exciting stuff coming for my coaching career and for the podcast this year. Um, One of just many things is two episodes a week. So you can expect to have an episode every single Monday at 0500 and every single Thursday at 0500. What I'm really excited about most about Monday episodes is that Monday episodes are kind of going to be different than our normal 15 to 20 minute episodes on Thursdays. So 
Our 15 to 20 minute episodes on Thursday are usually sporadic about different sex topics, whether that be kinks or positions or sex toys or conversations or myths or whatever that looks like, because it's usually at random. Monday episodes, I'm really excited because what we're going to do on Mondays is it's going to be kind of like its own season. I really wanted a way to show what the coaching world kind of looks like, and so I couldn't really do it on a small scale. I have to do everything large. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm like this. Go big or go home. That's my motto. Always has been. So what I did was I took the year basically and divided up into quarters and then from then on for months. So each quarter I have a topic that's going to be a season of something very, very specific. And then it'll break down into, you know, further itty bitty details by the month and then per episode. So that's what my Monday focus is going to be. And if you're like, well, what is this year long thing that you have to talk about that you have to build off of? So what I wanted to do was kind of take you guys through a coaching experience. This is literally a free podcast. If you want a free year long coaching experience, then boom, here you fucking go. And guess what? These episodes are downloadable. So you can download them to a playlist and do this at any point you you feel like you want to go through them or pick out your favorite episodes episodes. My focus as a coach is helping people find their most authentic self and embrace her or him or them, giving permission to people to embrace their true self, to dive into their turn-ons, and more importantly, to embrace their sexuality and who they are as a sexual being and empower people to really just claim their life for their own. And when you reclaim your body and you reclaim your sexuality and you claim power over your mindset, you're going to be in the most highest version of yourself in your truest, most authentic form. And that is what my overall goal is as a coach is to not only help people sexually, but overall in their life. You know, you guys hear me say a life that you want to fuck like, what does that mean? It's a life that turns you on because if your life doesn't turn you on, then what's the point? What is the fucking point? If your life does not turn you on, if you're getting up every day and you're miserable and you keep wondering why you're miserable and you don't know why you can't just get out of this shit show, what is the actual point? You deserve to live a life that turns you on, a life that gets you so fucking excited every day. And like, yeah, we have bad days. I don't expect you to be like this elevated high every single day, but like, Once you get to that frequency, yeah, your bad days are going to be a lot less bad and you're not going to have them as frequent. So reclaiming your life, your sexuality, your body, your passion is going to create a life so juicy you would fuck it. A life that you would fuck. It's seriously such a fucking turn on. So through this coaching experience this year, I broke it down into seasons and each season is going to cover a topic. And the first one is really about discovering more about your erotic blueprints and your turn-ons and more about the things that you were never given permission to explore. Your If you were never given permission to explore your turn-ons, things that you like, things that Um, you find sexually attractive, if you were never given permission to explore your body and how you orgasm and how it functions, if you were never given permission to really go through those areas, then there's a large portion of you that you probably haven't touched in a while or a large portion of you that you don't really know a lot about. So this season is going to be a dive into what a coaching experience would look like. Um, this is also going to support my current clients. So if you're a current client of mine, 
If you're a current client of mine or you're thinking about being a client of mine, this is going to support you through our journey together and give you another outlet on information and opinions and ideas and processing and just helping you work through maybe some crunchy areas and also giving you some fucking fun because you know I'm not all fucking serious like let's get to the fun shit I want to talk about kinky taboo sexual things so we go through so much and I am just really excited to kind of launch this in nuggets as well because you guys give me such great feedback and I'm really finding what you guys really want to hear about and what really is really hitting hard with you guys and really hitting home with you guys. So whenever you do hear an episode and it really sticks out to you, please let me know because that helps me so much gear my content towards what you are needing. My following is pretty straightforward. I honestly bounce back and forth between 50% women, 50% men. The majority of all my followers are people between like 28 and 42, I want to say. So thank you so much for coming to listen and remember to like and subscribe to the podcast. I'm super excited to start our Mondays off together. You get to start the week with me and you get to finish the week with me. How fucking exciting, but I appreciate you so much and your support is so crucial because without you, we would not be able to build a sex positive community, a community that supports people being their true authentic self, you know, that's not judgmental, that's shame free, that's giving people the support and the life skills that that we need overall higher quality of life. So your support is so appreciated. And then of course, today's topic is like my favorite, of course, because it's about me. Um, yes, you can have that confidence level in yourself. I love talking about different spicy things. And I love talking about my spicy things because it's what I know best. (laughs) I don't know what else to tell you. I don't, you know, I always say like, you have to take what's yours and leave what's not yours. And that's the same thing with your turn-ons and things that bring you excitement. So I can talk about anything all fucking day long, but that doesn't mean that I necessarily associate with it or it's one of my kinks or one of my turn-ons. One question, one thing I've always had people fucking say to me is, oh, you've used every toy in your store, right? Like they assume just because I'm a sex coach that I've had every type of fucking experience out there, literally, (laughs) like every fucking experience that could ever be imagined. Um, and I've used every single toy and like, I must have the freakiest nasty, like I have heard people say some crazy things to me and you know, like whenever you're around me, we get down to real raw, authentic conversations pretty fucking quickly because who wants to talk about boring stuff and who wants to talk about shit that doesn't really matter? Like, I want to know what's really happening in people's lives. I want to, I want to know what's really going on. It's crazy to assume that one person has done everything possible out there. Like for me, I'm like, there's always more like, yeah, I might have tried more than average, but I've sold it. I've worked in the field. I've been empowering women and couples to do the same and enjoy their turn ons for years. So for me, maybe a little bit more experience, but nothing more than out of normal, but I always say, you know, you're going to find what's yours and you're going to leave what's not yours. So it's the same thing for talking about what I like. You know, I know what I like and it's easier for me to talk about it versus things that I don't know if I like or things that I'm just talking about as in 
this is what I've heard, or this is what my client likes. So talking about how to feed your blueprints. You guys have heard me talk about blueprints on the show quite a bit before. And the next over the next month, you're going to see quite a bit of content about talking about your erotic blueprints. So if you haven't yet, and you're like, man, I really want to get the most out of these episodes, go take the erotic blueprint quiz. It's a $17 quiz by Jaya. I think it's J-A-I-Y-A, I want to say. Um, she developed this quiz that's helped millions of people, um, learn more about their erotic blueprint, AKA what turns you on, what gets you excited, what gets you going. So this quiz basically will categorize you out of one out of five different erotic blueprints. So there's kinky, there's sexual, there's sensual, there's shapeshifter, and there's energetic. And you're, you'll, you're categorized as one of those five. And then If you do the actual $17 paid version, you get like a full PDF document on how to feed your blueprint, like what turns you on. Like whenever I say, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty experienced. Like I know a lot about myself and I took this paid quiz and I got the PDF. I was literally reading it just mind blown, mind blown, mind blown, mind, like my mind was fucking blown at how much it had told me that I had just never really put to words. I had never really acknowledged or maybe I just didn't even realize. So this erotic blueprint quiz is so helpful in discovering more language about how to communicate your needs and giving language to things that you like. I think that's a big one. We've never really been taught language to talk about the things that we like, right? Like we've always been told if you talk about things that you like, you're conceited or you're selfish or you think high of yourself or you're egotistical. Like We've never been actually, but we've never on the other end though, we've never been actually taught like how to talk about things that we like or having confidence in knowing who we are, knowing what we like. So take this quiz. If you want to get the most out of these next episodes, you're going to get over the next few weeks, you're going to get some episodes talking about my blueprint and just how to feed it and coming from a more personal experience. And I'm more of the psychological kink. And then you're also going to get feedback and from Jen, from my friend Jen, who is a sexual blueprint. And then we also do an episode together where we talk about just how it, different it is whenever you and your partner have such different opposite languages and how to make that work. Like a lot of us speak different languages. A lot of us feel turn on differently. I think I can say almost every single relationship just about almost every relationship is going to have partners where they feel they feel turned on and they feel pleasure differently. So how the fuck do you navigate it whenever your partners are speaking different languages? And if you're like, how does this support your whole series? So learning your blueprint and learning what turns you on is one of the biggest areas in relationships that are miscommunicated, never communicated, or never feeling safe enough to communicate. I mean, there's so many reasons about that, but this is one of the biggest areas. This is a place to start if you are not happy in your relationship, one, or if you're just like, I've never really learned more about myself. I've never really learned about my turn-ons. This has just been a gray area. Or maybe you're like, I feel like I I know myself really well. I feel like I'm pretty confident in this. Then I still invite you to jump in this because I'm telling you, I was the same way 
at a point a few years ago. So you never know what you're going to learn or what you're going to come across, but finding your erotic blueprint and learning your turn-ons and learning more about what excites you is going to help you communicate that to your partner and you're going to be able to make some magic fucking sex, some magic sex rituals. Like it's insane what will be brought into your life and into your sex life as well. This episode is talking about feeding your blueprint from a psychological kink point of view, which is mine. Um, So I'm going to talk a little bit about the kinky aspect, a little bit about the psychological aspect, and then I'm going to bring in together the psychological with my main love language, which is words of affirmation. So if you're like, wow, Sierra, like this is in little, you got like staggered tears. I'm going to tell you that once you start to dig into more about who you are and start throwing away the shit that you've just held on to that you really haven't, you know, it hasn't left you satisfied and you've just done it because that's just what you've always done. You know, when you start to throw out that shit, it's going to become so much clear everything that ties in. My love language, I feel most appreciated whenever someone tells me, so like messages me or I feel most loved whenever my partner says, I love you. I'm very high physical touch, but I'm also very high words of affirmation. So I feel love most in words and verbal acknowledgement. And then I also feel it in physical validation too, in the physical touching as well. So it all ties together. It really all ties together. And I hope that like you guys getting a little chunk of my brain kind of gives you a point of view of maybe like some normalization and some validation that um, it's okay to feel these things and also maybe to explore yours a little more because you're going to probably hear things that you make you think, oh, I would identify with that. And, oh, I don't really think I don't, I would like that. Or I know I wouldn't like that. Um, so I just encourage you to explore the yes, no's and the maybes and also explore what's true for you, but make sure you take your blueprint quiz whenever we go through these next few episodes. And I'm just telling you guys, I I'm kind of sharing this from a point of view because I am not a certified erotic blueprint leader. Um, that's actually, it's upwards of 20, 20 to $30,000 to be certified as an erotic blueprint leader. And I would love to do that one day because I do believe so much in this process and how much it's helped, how many people it's helped so far. But that's why I'm kind of sharing it to you from a point of view. And I just refer you to her site um, to actually take the quiz and learn more about it for yourself. I'm going to just talk to you a little bit about how to feed it from my kinky psychological point of view, starting out with kink. So kink can mean a lot of things. Remember, kink just means things that's like non-traditional. So that could be considered anything past missionary position. It's a widespread taste, a wide variety. Definitely for me, I fully identify with that. Um, I think it also plays in with like my little ADHD brain. Like I'm just constantly moving on to the newest thing and I love learning about new things and I love just the inside and outside things. I would never be able to confine myself, I think. This is why I remain in the widespread taste and the wide variety because I don't feel like I could ever confine myself to identifying with just one specific thing or one taste or one genre. Like, there's no way that I could just say this is what I want to do forever. 
that kink aspect for me is definitely the wide variety and also the need to push limits. I am just this type of person. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I push people's limits as a coach and in my professional world, I push people's limits around me. I like to see people meet their potential. That is just who I am as a fucking person. I literally like, I'm like a number one cheerleader. I don't know, but that's just who I am as a person. And it's also who I am in the kink world. I like to push limits. This is just a part of my personality trait. And so naturally, of course, it would come over into my sexuality and my turn ons. And so pushing my limits and pushing my limits into new territories and things that I've never done before, things that make me like, oh, I'm fucking nervous. Like, I don't know. Things that are pushing my limits. I like to see my partner push their limits. And then also down to like the actual sexual aspect of even having that power kink dynamic where it's making my partner push their limits actually sexually. With kinky, it's constantly, I'm constantly shifting into new kinks. Definitely constantly shifting into new kinks. I feel like it's the same thing a little bit of how my ADHD brain works. I find a food and I eat the fuck out of this food for like the next four weeks straight and then I don't eat it again for two years. Like, I don't know what else to say. It's very much this way in my kinks. I will find a new toy and I will use the hell out of it for like a month. And then it's like hmm, in the drawer for like the next year. I just love shifting into new kinks. And if you're like, wow, Sierra, that is so me. And my husband makes fun of me or my girlfriend makes fun of me because I find something and we use it for a while and then we don't ever use it again. Like, that's okay. That doesn't mean that you didn't like it. It just means you constantly want fresh new things in front of you. And all I got to say is invest in a large sex toy drawer. <laughs> invest in some storage space and make sure you do a clean out like me, like once a quarter once every six months um, and shift through things because you find things that you forgot you had or you're reminded of things. You never know what you might want to circle back to. Kinky is about having that widespread taste of variety, the need to push limits, constantly moving in and out of different kinks and different turn-ons and also my partner's kinks that turn me on. So I definitely identify with um, my partner's kinks turning me on. And I think that's what allows me to flow in and out of different spaces. Whenever my partner gives me inspiration or they're talking about something that they really like, then I immediately am like intrigued. And of course, even though I am very dominant, I still have the very high need to please, need to be submissive side as well. I'm kind of the switch, but very selectively switcher. I'm a very selective switcher, should I say. I'm not a, I, I, it's not a, I can switch. It's a very dependent upon the, like, the atmosphere. It would be very dependent upon the mood, the scene, the partner, everything. My partner's kinks, though, definitely turn me on. So especially if it's something new, then I get super intrigued. Or maybe we go through, like, a really heavy, like, voyeuristic stage where, they just want to watch and I get really heavy into playing with that, whether it be like doing strip teases or 
sending selfies or whatever that is, then you can really just kind of play into that. So if you have a kinky partner, I always feel like kinky and kinky partners, they just like feed into each other. But it's also can be really fun if you have a kinky sexual partner because your sexual partners are more like into porn and doing new sex positions and finding new sex toys and things like that more hands-on which for a kinky person can also be really really exciting because we're trying new toys we're doing new positions like that's exciting kinky can be very different for everyone but that's more of what I identify with and I could talk about that all day but I want to slide into psychological and the psychological aspect of kink it might get a little dirty. We're, we're getting a little naughtier. We're kind of like easing into this because I feel like it gets pretty naughty. <laughs> the further now down my notes I read, I'm like, ooh, this one's going to be a naughty episode. <laughs> so the psychological aspect is more for me um, the mental anguish or anticipation. So anticipation, sometimes I'm like, why is my turn on? anticipation I'm like really why is it really anticipation like I hate you sometimes Sierra because your turn on is literally psychological mental anguish and anticipation like the psychological warfare is sometimes what I fucking hate the most but in the end it's really what I fucking love the most spoken like a true Libra um it's really about the balance (laughs) being in between the anticipation and giving me what I fucking want so it's it's a really hard fucking balance but the psychological part as well is with a partner psychologically what's most important for me with having a partner is making sure that they have time to mentally fuck me and in the way that I want consensually like not I'm going to mentally fuck with you, but more of you understand mentally and we vibe and you know how to mentally fuck me, whether that be sexting, phone sex, daddy, dom, subspace, um, before, during, after sex. That is super important as a psychological kink. For me, 100% identify with this. It is extremely important to make sure that my partner makes time to mentally fuck me before, during, and after sex. Like, that's the whole main shabam. I don't even care sometimes if I orgasm, but if I have that mental and psychological, like, stimulation all the way through before, during, and aftercare, one, I usually orgasm anyways, naturally, because I'm turned on, but also, like, it's not even about orgasm at this point, but It's just that it feels a need for me so much. As well with psychological dirty talk, dirty talk is super important. I feel like dirty talk is kind of overrated, but dirty talk is just not even sometimes coming up with like things to say, but saying how you actually feel and just slowing it down and feeling sensual. Like when you're in your sensual movement, it's just going to naturally flow out whenever you're confident in saying what you want. You know, that's what also helps about learning more about your turn-ons because then you're going to be able to confidently say what you want in the bedroom and out of the bedroom like hey this is what I want to do tonight and then you're going to really be able to confidently say it in the bedroom like hey this is what I want to do to you tonight it goes both ways it's going to help you in every aspect but 
dirty talk, I feel like is really important. And then just that psychological aspect with a partner that's really important as well is just being turned on by me and willing to do whatever you're talking about or I'm talking about. So the words of affirmation, psychological aspect. So this is, I think, I feel like I read this somewhere and I was like, oh my gosh, it makes so much sense. People who are more words of affirmation and psychological will sometimes really like the praise kink. Praise kinks would be like getting called a good girl or (laughs) praising with dirty talk as well. Saying out loud how much you want me, telling me what you want me to do, just the verbal recognition. One, it slows down. Whenever you're doing more verbal and psychological foreplay, it slows things down, which allows for more anticipation, which is super important for the psychological. Um, But just for everyone in general, like a lot, everyone on a certain level has to have psychological stimulation to become aroused. Like that has to happen. It has to happen on a certain level. So whatever that level may be just depends. But for some, it's going to be obviously higher. For me, it's really high. Saying out loud with verbal recognition how much you want me or what you want to do to me. You know, like if we're on a date and we're sitting at dinner, then you and you telling me what you want to do to me later or what you had in mind, that is just off the chains that is five star shit like i just feel like the psychological kink aspect is so much more important than what people think um this is also of course we like to give our love language so whenever i like to give this is the way that i like to give too i like to tell my partner exactly what i'm gonna do with them i like to tell my partner exactly what to fucking do or praise them or degrade them i like to verbally recognize and You know, I'm crafty with words anyways, so of course it's one of my naturally favorite things to do in the bedroom. I can see why psych kink gets shamed and misunderstood because, one, sex for us can sometimes mean hours, weeks, or fucking months. (laughs) Like, we're mind-fucking each other over weeks or months, and it definitely isn't the same for somebody who needs that sexual, physical touch, like, immediately. One other reason why psych kink gets misunderstood is because sex is not always penetration. And I know that we have lived in a culture that is taught that sex is penetrative. And that is what means that you have had sex. Like how many people I heard growing up would be like, well, I'm still a virgin, but I've done everything else like fingering oral. That's all different types of sex. But we were taught penis and vagina equals sex. Sex is so much more than that. And a lot of people have not been broken out of that mindset. So they think that sex is penetration. And for psych kinks, like I said, sometimes sex lasts months and it might not include anything penetrative or anything physical. It's hard for people sometimes to understand that pleasure is not always physical or penetrative. I know that we've been programmed to believe that sex is just penetration, but there's so much more evidence that it's not. So also for your psych kinks, I want to say it's really important to make sure that you have your heavy aftercare. Aftercare is really, really important, especially if you're going psychologically deep with someone. You have to make sure that you give time to allow space to come back to gravity, to come back to body, to come back to reality, depending on what type of play or what type of situation or stimulation that you were going into. And it's a good idea to have an understanding of what type of aftercare 
people prefer. Everyone's a little different. Some people need that cuddling, that physical touch that, hey, we're good, right? Like, hey, everything's good, right? Like people need that reassurance through physical touch. Sometimes people need reassurance through verbal recognition. Hey, how can I support you? Are you good? Sometimes people just need a glass of water and you to just lay next to them and not say a thing. You know, everyone's aftercare is going to look completely different. Make sure you have a good idea and understanding of what your partner's is. If they are also a psychological kink, if they are also similar to psychological or kinky, um, just in general, it doesn't matter what blueprint you are. It's a really good idea to have a good understanding of what type of aftercare your partner prefers and what really helps feel them connected. Aftercare is a part of sex. It is a part of intimacy. It is how you build intimacy. If you're just fucking and dropping and leaving, then you you are opening yourselves to the most intimate, vulnerable human experience and then leaving yourselves all open and just walking and ripping away. So it's important to close back up. It's important to feel like you are seen. It's important to feel like your voice was heard, your needs were met. It's important to close that intimate experience with aftercare. So I hope you enjoyed this episode talking about feeding your erotic blueprint, specifically how to feed a psychological kinks blueprint through my eyes. I hope this just encourages you to pursue your own blueprints and your turn-ons a little bit more and how to embrace them. Like own what's yours. I always recommend like keeping a notebook paper. When you learn something about yourself, go write it in a notes section on your phone or your Google Drive or wherever, but just write it down on a piece of paper, write it down in your journal make notes of things that you like and things that you don't like because a lot of the time we just have everything floating up in our head but we've never actually really wrote it down and organized our thoughts and remember you're not your thoughts you have to sort through and find what's yours and throw out what's not yours so the only way to do that is write it down dump it out of your head and highlight circle yes this is what this is mine yes this is totally me oh no that is totally not like nope and crossing out and getting rid of the shit that is not you and does not serve you and is not uh, fulfilling your most authentic self this episode was so fun i know you guys are gonna love it make sure and give me some feedback and if you haven't yet please pause this episode now and go give my podcast a rate and review. Five stars, please, if you think I deserve it. But every single rating review helps us to grow, and this podcast is only grown by word of mouth, so I would super appreciate it if you could give a rate and review, and then, of course, subscribe if you haven't, so you get notified every single time an episode drops. Thank you guys so much, and we'll catch you on our next episode. Much for listening to the Unchained Sex Cast. For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.